Hello and welcome to the Keenan Things podcast. I am your host Patrick Keen. Is there an echo? Uh, there might be because I'm. Uh, this is episode thirty-four, by the way. That was a great number worn by um, Hakeem Olajuwon and Earl Campbell, and I think Nolan Ryan. All Houston greats. Isn't that crazy? All number thirty-four. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter the episode. Yes, I'm your host. You can find me at Keen of Comedy. On all fronts, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok even. Can you believe that? There's a few little silly videos. Uh, Facebook, I don't know what Facebook would do at this point. Um, Keen of Comedy, K-E-A-N-E. Just like the band in England, hoping they're doing well and getting big and big and bigger. Um, just because so I can say, hey, it's like the band, you know? It's like the Beatles. B-E-A-T-L-E-S instead of B-E-E-T. Do people know that? Um, is there a band called Keen of Comedy? Okay, Bill Keen, who wrote The Family Circus, that was the second comic that came up after Peanuts, the Charles Schultz, uh, Charlie Brown gang in the uh, Sunday Funnies. There was always, Toledo always had the peach section, that little two, three pages. That was cute, and like crosswords and little games and those things on Toledo. Um, but yeah, it went, it went uh, Peanuts, and then it went Family Circus with Bill Keen. I think he spelled it with one L. And then there was Margaret Keen, the uh, painter, which is the same name as my own mother but different uh, women. But that's my name, man. Patrick Keene, that's it. Trying to trying to do something with it. <clears throat> if you can hear an echo, it's because I'm in Arizona, in, <laughs> in my mom's car, which will be mine today. It will be. No. Uh, and we're in, I'm in the garage, and she's still sleeping, and I didn't want to uh, wake her, as I might get loud, and I might get especially loud when I talk about today's topics, uh, the president turnover. Um, we'll see, but, uh, yeah, I was just in Austin, um, last weekend Then I came through Phoenix and then I'm going to LA today. I'm driving there. It's Tuesday. Now I, uh, she bought a new car and she's going to give me her old car, which is better than my current car. And we've done this before to her, to her. This might be our third time. And then I will, I will turn in my car and whatever money I get for that will go towards her down payment on the car she just bought which she paid a lot more money on that down payment so the blue book value isn't quite up to where that down payment was for my car so now i'm gonna have to give some money as well as my old car uh for this new car which is nicer it's better it's a it's a better ride and i really do enjoy it so um it's also a toyota and what do we have old Dom old dominion was a uh, cd i'm looking at that i'm pulling out of her tray right now fascinating stuff here on the keen on things podcast so i'll be heading back to la this week and doing a corporate gig for a company in india called niyamo um who knows it'll be zoomed which will be weird but it's for hundreds of people um two different shows one thursday one friday that's the reality that's the world we're living in so uh thank you for joining me um god what a week my god humans what a week um baseball and basketball end just in time for the election the election that uh everybody's been dreading for pretty much four years and it did not disappoint in result uh it did in how long it took to get a result and i think george is still counting their votes um that flipped it looks like i cannot believe biden is going to win georgia and i can't believe he won arizona and watching Fox News and some of these people unravel is a joy. Um, 
And first of all, why is it taking so long? I mean, come on, richest country in the history of the world and we can't get it right? Other countries, much worse off, have results back way sooner. Of course, they have guns pointed at their heads. So it's easier to tally. But uh, no, seriously, though, folks, it's, it's absurd. Asian countries, Central American countries, European countries, Eastern European, South America, Russia, Central America. Do I just name regions on the planet? Is that what this is? Um, and we can't get it right. So another reason to be shamed about uh, our resources. Uh, second reason to be shamed, appalling and embarrassing at how many of my countrymen and women voted for this despicable, horrible excuse of a human being. Looks like it might get loud now. Looks like it might get loud. Looks like this is the reason we're in the garage. Um, I can't believe that many people voted for him on any front. Like, if you're rich and, like, he protects your money and you have to pay less taxes, you're gross. You're just gross. Uh, and if you at any point think you're a Christian or Christ-like through any of that process, you're filthy and you're disgusting and you're a hypocrite. Okay. Uh, so it does sadden me that that many people went for orange. Uh, the enemy isn't the Soviets or the Russians or the Chinese. It turns out it was half our populace. That's where our enemy is. Uh, if Trump does go, then so too does a lot of that fake movement, that fake anger. And especially if he uh, tries to put up a fight and is a really bad sport about this, it'll just make his following look more and more ridiculous. And I'm here for it. Because they need to be exposed too. His diehards will remain, but they'll become more and more of a farce and a cartoon than ever, as they are each day. People who voted for him only out of economic interest, I don't know, they get a little bit of a pass, but they can fuck off as well, uh, you know, for not being entirely human. All right, how's that? Crisis averted to some extent, you know, he'll now go on to embarrass himself and show in, in the same ways a new side of himself, a new low. I'll take pleasure in watching him humiliate himself for the rest of his life and have to take criticism for a loss of an election he should have easily won, just like she should have won four years ago. He should have won this one uh, against, you know, someone who's kind of in cognitive decline and really has no stance on any issue except for not being Trump. Uh, I don't think Biden has ever wanted to be in the race. Uh, he'll just have to live with being president uh, for as long as he's aware i don't know how long that's going to last jill is right by his side good to see uh but trump can still do uh tours and shows rallies for his absolute dipshit following his intellectually defective base made a mockery of john mccain a mockery of john lewis a mockery of jesus christ when he was in wisconsin looking at the sky and none of those three would have ever voted for him not even not even jesus um Man, I went to bed the night of the election. I was so down because he wasn't winning Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan. And that whole thing was red. And, and, you know, Kamala's tweeting and Biden's, I don't know if he's tweeting, but Kamala's tweeting and people are saying, wait, wait to the, just like in Braveheart, steady when they have the, uh, the polls steady. And I went to bed Tuesday night. I was texting my friend, Simone Kelly down in Orange County. And I was like, oh no. And I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, just like I did four years ago, just bummed, kind of felt gross. And uh, when I woke up in the morning, when I went back to bed in the middle of the night, then woke up to a different election in the morning. And, and by that point, Wednesday morning, Michigan and Wisconsin had flipped. And I think Simone had texted saying, oh boy, it looks like there's hope. And, uh, you know, 
everything slowly turned. And then that Wednesday, it's like, oh my God, does he have Arizona and Nevada too? And then people are like, with these Malins, he might even take Georgia and Pennsylvania. North Carolina probably was going to Trump no matter what, which is fine. Um, great state, though. And these places are great places. You know, I'm not down on these places. I'm down on some of the, the blindness and ignorance people have is all. Because, I, I, you know, Biden, again, to me, stands for nothing. I don't love Biden. Um, I just didn't want a jackass in charge like Orange. <clears throat> I don't want to see him every day. I st we still might. I mean, at least till January 21st. But even beyond that, as he kicks up a fuss and just makes him a bigger ass of himself. Wait, wait till he does. W w without people in the White House kind of guiding him. Because, you know, there was a little guidance. There was some stuff they were like, hey, don't tweet this or don't do that. And now we won't have any of that. And he will look more game show host and just flail. And I doubt that woman stays. Although how could she? She's still very attractive. And he might divorce her. I don't know. Um, but I don't want him representing us. It's that simple. Like, policy aside, Jesus, which his policies are awful. The absolute careless, reckless, outlandish statements. It's one thing to say those if you're Imus, a DJ, or or Rush Limbaugh, who I don't know how long he's with us either. But the president, come on. And you can feel, man, in the air, the improvement of morale. Just the air is better. You know, what is in the air is nicer. I was in... Uh, LA when the election happened and then Thursday and then I think it got announced Friday or Saturday uh, it was Saturday because we were at the Texas game I was at the Texas Longhorn game when it got announced pretty somber but it was Austin but it's still Texas so I think people probably leaned toward Trump or since it's Austin probably leaned somewhere between Trump and Biden and we're just like it's over cool and everyone watched the game in peace and it was great not in peace, there was cheering, but it was kind of a nice place to be, Austin, kind of right in the middle, uh, and you didn't have to worry about that, you know, the election so much. But in L.A., where I'm headed today, it looks like there's, there's quite celebration, but I don't know, man, there's something, in, and I don't know if I'm being naive, I think I'm not, I think there is a refreshed feeling of sanity. I tweeted sanity over vanity, it was great. But he, sh he shit-talked John Lewis, he shit-talked John McCain, and he tried to do it his way. And he lost. And it, it's like Rocky too, where <clears throat> Apollo Creed goes for the knockout. You got a one, Apollo. Don't worry about the knockout. Because he, he, he ain't going to be like last time. Ain't going to be like last time. He doesn't want the press and his friends and his circle and his inside of his head thinking that he, um, thinking that he did these things. And he um, was on the take and he didn't get the knockout and, how much money? How much of a payoff did he get for going the full distance with this upstart, Rocky Balboa? When really Balboa was a great fighter, um, and that's what uh, Trump did. He tried to go for the knockout by just talking trash about people, opening his mouth, and he just kind of played the slow game. He could have won this pretty easily. Um, that you know, it's just it's it's beautiful. Because he pushed too hard. He lost it himself. Even with the coronavirus, even with all this stuff, he still got that many votes, and he would have probably won had he not been such a jerk. So thank God there's some sanity in the American people, half of which voted for a complete lunatic. Um, and don't give me your argument that, oh, you want Biden? Yep. I'll take a shoe, okay? I'll take a trailer hitch. Uh, you know, 
a, a, a globe. I'm just looking around the garage here at things I would vote for over Agent Orange. Okay. Um, and look, it's all a show. You take a look, you take a step back. It's fascinating. You know, who gravitates to what and why. And like, what was the message that people respond to? And Trump has a calm way of talking and big in a sensationalist way. It's sensationalism in simple words. And man, you, you got, you got Americans hook, line and sinker with that. You know, Bush senior. I remember Bush senior being such an intellectual and Americans, you know, voted against it. They voted for uh, slick Willie. Um, Obama was uh, intellectual with a little more mm, charisma than Bush Sr. And uh, and Bush Jr. spoke in very simple terms. You know, the strings being pulled by Cheney, of course. These aren't li- I'm not lying. Like, I'm not, there's no motivation here. I'm not just bashing people for the sake of bashing, you know, Democrat or Republican. I don't care to some extent. I was a Bernie guy. Still am, always will be. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what the criticism of Biden will be. Like, no policy changes? I don't think anything's going to change policy-wise under under over $400,000. I saw some posts on Facebook. Enjoy more expensive gas. It's like, yeah, okay. I'll take that, whatever that is. I'll take it over Agent Orange. Um, where are we in this, Jesus? I'm going to talk about Austin in a second, how great that town is. We're about halfway in. Um, I have a cowboy hat theory about the president we you know at some point there uh, there needs to be a picture of a presidential candidate a president in a cowboy hat uh and you i don't think if you could see hillary in a cowboy hat you could see trump in one clearly um and they might not ever get on a horse or visit a ranch but there needs to be that image uh obama probably pretty manicured but yeah bush for sure he's from that area Cheney for sure he's from Wyoming neither of them I don't know that either of them are true cowboys or whatever but that doesn't matter um Slick Willie probably he'll probably do it um Reagan for sure my god and then Bush Sr. for sure Carter hmm, you know but uh I don't know how far back we need to go with this there needs to be a picture of you in a cowboy hat somewhere uh it's the image that's what America loves and it was the image of they thinking that agent orange was a rebel and for the people oh my god are you kidding wake up but we do need to glorify peace and helping like we glorify war you know not the branded peace and helping we have but true like helping of our citizenry i'm watching my niece's soccer game last night it's so great you know it's fun to watch people together um two fully white teams you know I'm like, where where are the where's the diversity for kids? Like, are, are we just a white society in America that is building this empire and money, like, amidst other races, amidst another society? Like, we came here <clears throat> with slaves and murdered and killed another culture, and just we have this own culture of ours that we we have amidst these other cultures. And then we throw Christianity label tag on it. And it, it just, none of it makes sense to me, man. And I, I think that's why I stayed away from marriage and kids is because I didn't want to just contribute. Oh, here's some more white people that are going to be raised in schools and play sports and may or may not connect with these other races that we live amongst in the same country, in the same neighborhoods. Um, 
but my my niece's team was great she's fantastic and uh they were down three one and they came back and won four three it was crazy and uh they're a smaller younger team but just i think quicker and god it was just really interesting to watch those little 10 year olds compete um so yeah the cowboy hat theory which i have a cowboy hat at home i almost took it to austin um okay but yeah just agent orange no respect for anything you know it's one thing it'd be one thing if he didn't respect injustice like if he actually took on these things but he he, he disrespects humanity the country the planet decency he answers only to money he mocks he bullies i don't want it and neither do you and maybe you'll realize that um i'd love the michael rapaport posts i'd love those i love those but you can't defend this guy on policy or anything on policy on morale the country just feels lighter now get back to boring president that we can make fun of and stuff like that and trump can go make so much money traveling and making fun of biden and it's fine and and with his following as it gets smaller and smaller and dumber and dumber and uh, it'll be great i'll tell you on tuesday night man as those states were red i pulled out my irish passport i have an irish passport and uh, i pulled it out and it had expired and i was like oh god so i was texting my sister and brother i'm like get me some new uh passport photos from both of you and i'll i'll file for uh renewal on all our passports it costs about a hundred dollars each um and uh i was like let's get it let's get it you know because it, it didn't look good and i was in such a bad mood and i was oh man i was talking trash in my head about everybody every friend every situation every relationship facebook went pretty silent um that night i think maybe prayers and then uh and then obviously it went big for the left but the right stand pretty silent i saw some people getting off which uh maybe that's good getting away from that entirely you know um god and i, and I don't think i'm going to talk about orange after this episode i don't like wasting my time or my energy or personality on this uh, and i don't want to be ugly but my god we averted something you know, as this orange thing shows more and more classlessness, he just exposes those who followed him. Um, not all people who voted for him are garbage. But anybody who is a fan of his, a fan, is garbage. They really are. Look, I voted Biden. I'm not a Biden fan. I'm not a Kamala fan. I think she is way too smug in those interviews. Um, and just that, that smirk. And those two will probably piss me off in the next four years if they don't already. Uh, but they got my vote. That's all they wanted. And my criticism will move on to them now. So enjoy that. I don't see Biden going more than four years if he lives. I, I don't think he'll want to. I really don't. I think he'll be one of like, uh, who was it? Uh, John Adams that maybe stepped. Oh, well, no, he ran. But there were a couple of presidents that, that stepped down. LBJ. <laughs> Just because uh, they, I don't know if they couldn't take it, probably, and just didn't think it was best for the country. Kamala will most likely be the 2024 uh, nominee. I don't know who will run from the right. Romney, Crenshaw, I don't know. And I don't know who I'll vote for in those three. Uh, it will be interesting to see where the Lincoln Project goes. Uh, obviously, they have their own interests now. To get Trump out was part of it, and they'll break off into their own interests. Um, I don't know if I become a foe of them. I, I don't know. Not necessarily, but whatever. I probably won't be listening as much. Um, 
but yeah, we'll see what the Republicans bring in 2024. Third party, perhaps. Bernie's going to live to 150 years old, so maybe he'll run as a third party candidate. Who knows? Um, okay, that's good. Letting off some steam. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And uh, judging or not judging me by my political views, who cares, right? Um, man, I went to Austin this past weekend, and uh, what a blast. It's, it's, it really is a fascinating city. It was my roommate Dave Burley, one of his buddies from San Luis Obispo, named Jim Matthews, who's a lawyer, and he was a sportscaster for years in San Luis Obispo and back in Austin. And he's like, hey, come stay with us. Come stay in um, Austin for the weekend. Get out of L.A. The invite went to me through Dave as well. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I want to see Austin. It's a, it's a great town. And we went up to Round Rock, which is uh, on the outskirts. I think that's the north side of Austin, which is a fast-growing city too. And uh, we went out there, had dinner. And what a town. What a town. Um, it, it, it's an interesting blue spot in a red state. But, you know, it's still got its, you know, Christian heritage. It's still got its Latino following. Texas is amazing. You know, uh, not, is it James Cavell or James Michener? Oh, damn it, I don't know. One of them wrote, I think it's Michener. Yeah, because Clavel wrote, the like, Guy Jin and Shogun, right? Oh, boy. I better check this. Um, but Texas is really amazing, and it's not just this white Christian flow from the South that came over for a little more liberal Christianity type thing. It's, it's you know, it's the first spot that was hit in the United States, really. That came before Plymouth and Virginia Beach and all that. You know, um, Veracruz, Columbus, and all those guys, the Spanish influence hit in the Gulf of Mexico, came up and uh, and worked its way there just as much as white culture from Europe made its way east to west. And Texas is fascinating. Anyways, I had this book. Is it Michener or Clavel? I think it's Michener. Because Michener has these books. It's like Texas, Alaska, Mexico. That That's the title of his books. And Italian history with um, kind of... Uh, not only history, but fiction. And they're fascinating. And this one's like 2,000 pages. And I had it. And I read parts of it. Parts. And I wrote... <clears throat> I wrote in it, hey, dear Patrick, this is James. Thanks to the influence on this book. And I gave it to the Matthews family because it's a beautiful book with a beautiful cover. And I was like, this is something that should live at this house, not in my closet right next to where I do my podcast usually. And so um, I gave that to them and, and it looks nice. It's in their kind of kitchen there on a little table. I'm sure they'll store it away, never to be seen or found again. But uh, it's really great. It's a good book, and I just think people should have that as a centerpiece. God, I'm an idiot. Um, but an unbelievable weekend in an unbelievable town. We went to the Texas game, UT. They played West Virginia. They won, socially distanced, and we got to go in the VIP lounge and eat and drink for free, and they had the game on. That's where we heard. I got We, we all got texts about the president, you know, switch over president-elect Biden, and, uh, and it was just really funny. And fun. The game was great. The fans, you know, Texas won barely, which uh, Texas has a similar situation to Michigan and to USC right now where they don't love their head coach. They don't love the head coach, but they um, 
that head coach wins enough, like not eight, nine, ten games a year, so that the organization keeps them there. They're fine. They know what they're dealing with. National championship and be great, but in the meantime, this works too, and they're not going to fire someone for winning eight or nine games. But uh, they definitely don't love that coach, so they're they're rooting, of course, because they're UT fans. But they also want uh, something sexier, just like USC and Michigan all do. I'm sure plenty of programs have to go through this, and plenty of coaches in the NFL. Um, but what a town! Nice mixed group. Everything was socially distanced, so that's good. And uh, it was good. It was good to be at the game and in Austin, where I wasn't going to hear too much celebration, because uh, I don't know how much celebration over this uh, election. I don't know how happy I am that Biden's there as much as I'm happy that what's his name's gone, you know? Okay. But, uh, but I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy. It's something to feel good about in this crazy year as the numbers get to, is it 250,000 now? 250,000 deaths in the States. That's brutal. Uh, and we lost Alex Trebek a year, a week after losing Sean Connery, which is ironic because those characters were in SNL sketches together. And uh, that's crazy. We lost Trebek at 80, I believe. He's been battling cancer for a while. But Austin is quite a town. You know, Joe Rogan's podcast and his life is there now. And a lot of comics, I think, are moving there. And a lot of people are moving there. Definitely a lot of Californians. And uh, they have their homeless situation down there on 6th Street as well. Um Austin, good enough airport. It's funky, man. I don't know how it started. I don't know how that became. I got to look into that. How that became. Of course, McConaughey was on the cover of some section of the newspaper. But I don't know how that became like a little haven. The hill country area. You know, it's down by, it's about an hour and a half from San Antonio, about three hours from Houston. And if you're ever in between um, Houston and and Austin, my girlfriend and I used to go, my last girlfriend and I used to go, uh, we'd stop at Round Top and go to Royer's restaurant there. And it's just a small town, antique little place that was fantastic, man. I loved it. I loved going there with her. And uh, give yourself um, a nice little visit to that town. Uh, and a fun city, and a good comedy town. There's a lot of good comics that come out of there. Mike McRae is still there. I didn't get a chance to see him. We texted, but uh, I was on someone else's schedule, and it was only three or four days there. And, you know, we went pretty, <clears throat> pretty big Thursday and Friday night. Uh, but what a town. It's one of my favorites now. Where are we? Okay, we got to do some some tweets of the week here. Um, yeah, it's definitely one. I'm glad I went. It's worth the money. It was worth the trip. I did take a, a flight to Phoenix here, where I am now, and I'm an idiot. I went through Salt Lake and did this thing, and after all these years, I still went through Salt Lake. It was just crazy. I still haven't learned a thing. Ooh, we have a visitor? No. No visitor. Okay. Um, my mom popped her head in to see. I should have had her on. That would have been my first guest. I don't know how much long. i got to be honest. I don't know how long I'm going to do this podcast. I mean, I like doing it. Um, it's a lot of work for, for, for nothing. Uh, it's more venting than anything. But uh, if I don't know if there's people that enjoy it. But um, it's it's more of a diary, I think, and a study of how insane my brain is. But it's very intimate. I like that. There's no audience around me that I'm catering to. I always feel like I'm catering to an audience instead of just doing what I want to do. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's now go to Patrick Keene's tweets of the week. That's right. These magical words 
Patrick Kane's tweets of the week. Okay, on Monday I vote. I tweeted: If you voted for Biden, if you vote for Biden, I promise not to perform in your state during his entire term. And both sides like that, right? Who doesn't like that? People are like, oh wow, we can avoid a Patrick Kane performance in our state, which means I can't perform in California or a lot of states ever again. Uh, I don't know if I'll honor that, but I'll just I'll be just like the politicians. Yeah, I can play that game too. On Tuesday, I tweeted, Trump just declared victory for 2024. So that was funny because he declared victory prematurely for this one and didn't win. Uh, and now he's going to sue everybody. On Wednesday, I tweeted, uh, are the Amish doing the counting in Pennsylvania? That's pretty funny. I like that one. Are the Amish doing the counting? Which they would have done a lot quicker. Have you ever seen them put up a, a barn or a house? They do it in seconds. Seconds. So... Um, that would have been a lot quicker. On Thursday, I tweeted, no offense, but if I have a 48-hour election, I'm not calling a doctor. Get it? Instead of erection, election. That's fun. And on Friday, I tweeted, um, we're waiting on a state, Pennsylvania, we're waiting on a state that still hasn't fixed the Liberty Bell. Remember the Liberty Bell? Uh, Benjamin Franklin, all that. That's fun stuff. Okay, we're at 29 here, wrapping this up. Um but that was funny. But Pennsylvania eventually went blue, and a lot of places did, and I'm happy. And people are like, well, can we pull together now? And it's like, I don't know. Can we? Um, can we? And work on education and health care for all and uh, the homeless, and can we get this improved and growth? And all, all the while, all the while, fending off China. Still have to fend off China. I don't know who won this election, China or Russia, but... Uh, we got to keep both of them at bay, don't we? That's the reality. So remember that. And I don't know if we can do all that, but uh, we got to do uh, as much as we can, right? So thank you again for listening. Hopefully it does something for you. At the very least, my voice of boredom can ease you into slumber. Thank you, Josh Ray, Sophia, for always listening and supporting. I uh, hope you guys are great. Uh, and uh, yeah, Patrick Keen, Keen on Things. We will see you uh, next week. I love you. Thank you, guys.